0: Everyone, it's so good to see you. This is another great edition of Bring It In the House podcast show, where we spotlight musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. And I'm your host, Millie Mills, and we have a great leader in the house tonight. I am so excited. She's my sorority sister. She's my two time classmate and my extended family member. I could go on and on talking about how great she is. She's a federal employee. Division Head of Office of, of Equity and Civil Rights. Let's give it up for Miss Rhonda Davis. Hi, Millie. I <laughs> hey, okay. all the say back to you. You are so
1: super awesome. And I cannot <laughs> think of a better place. I'd want to be and be with you
0: well thank you you are so sweet always have been so sweet I'm so tonight it's going to be an emotional show because uh we it's some pictures where we're going to share that's going to take us all the way back to marvel and everything so i love it <laughs> yes shout out to ran your your baby brother <laughs> he kind of helped me yeah he helped me kind of collect some things but rhonda okay so first of all we graduate from marvel high school together Yes, yes, yes. Eighty-three, yes. class of eighty-three, and then of course we go on to uh, attend the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, UAPB, Golden Lions. Oh, so, Rhonda, clarify for me: you got your bachelor's in agriculture, right? That's correct. Agriculture economics with a business concentration. Oh, super smart. So, Rhonda, what what made you decide to go that route in agri? well you know i grew up in marvel arkansas and in the, in the south
1: where farming and agriculture is you know that's the core and center of everything so yes. i knew i wanted to do something uh that was related to agriculture but i did i didn't want to be continuing to chop cotton and doing that type of labor so <laughs> uh, when i learned that there was an option that i could do something on the business side of agriculture i decided wow this is perfect i get two worlds." i get my uh background, where I come from in the agriculture mm-hmm. community. And mm-hmm. I'll also get to introduce the business uh sector to that. And so it was like a win-win for me.
0: A win-win. And you know, speaking of your background, let's let's flash some of these uh pictures to show where you see that's where you were in high school, future yeah. business leaders of America. I got it circled in yellow. You're over here to the far, the the top on the far left on my side, next to Miss. Carrie Davidson, she's our business teacher. Yes, yes. And and you see me, I'm right underneath you. Yes, yes, yes. We've been together a long time, haven't we? (laughs) We have. We have been together a long time. And of course, I had to flash this one right here. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And um, here's another great one. We were at a pep rally in high school. And I circled it in yellow. That's you. And I'm I'm not too far from you. I'm always right near. Yes. Yes. Go Mustangs. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> some of our other classmates down here, Denise and Carolyn Beverly. Yes. Yes. Oh, this this is taking me way back. Yes. We're going way back. Look at you. We were in the library club together as well. Yes. And that's oh. you with the yellow uh, circle around it. So... And look at you right there. Yeah, um, I'm not too far from you. <laughs> we we stayed together. Isn't that amazing? We stayed together. <laughs> well, like here's another. That's you. You were one of the senior officers of Marvel High School, class of 83. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. And what is this one right here? Okay, there we were in the Beta Club. And I again, I wasn't too far from. Well, I was standing right next to you on this one look at there.
1: This is, really bringing, this is really bringing me way back and it's really emotional because I know uh, just to be family and to have come from the same place, but you're really making me reflect just how closely we were
0: aligned in so many things. Yes, and so it's mean. awesome. Isn't it awesome? It is really awesome. And I have to salute our teacher, um, rest in peace, Miss Della Maiton You know, she's yes. standing here. You know, she was very instrumental in helping us with these uh, business skills. And so was Miss Carrie Davidson. What would we be? Where would we be without them? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So um, rest in peace, Miss Maiton and Miss Carrie Davidson. Uh, I believe she's back here. Yeah. She's standing right next to her on this picture. Uh, So they uh, they taught us a lot about, you know, they prepared us for the, you know, the world so yes yes
1: absolutely absolutely yeah
0: so and then when we went on to attend UAPB here we are together pledging <laughs> <Yeah>. all
1: right <laughs> that, that Delica Jade that is so
0: awesome that's that was my line name yes. it was Churches 13 Churches 13 spring yes. 87 alpha road chapter UAPB yeah. wow it's so ironic. Right, do you remember that we
1: had uh, we had gone home and we ended up having to pledge the next year on the line, and we both were impacted together. It's this is yes. emotional for me because I really hadn't you know really reflect and thought about it, but uh-huh.
0: wow, this is yes. awesome. It they really is. This is amazing, and I, I think I have another picture of us when we were pledging. I think well, I think it's one where you you were standing alone and not alone, but you were standing with another group. I don't see it. I can pull it. Yeah. I don't see it in this group here. And it's, uh, but we'll get back to it. I do see a little later in life where we, we uh, celebrated uh, at UAPB. I think in 2015, I met up with you guys, you and Angela Bell. And um, yes, Look at Phyllis. Yeah, Phyllis. I'm in the middle and you're right there. I <laughs> got your shades on. <laughs> I think it was Homecoming 2015. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then this is right before, I believe, um, this might have been 2017 when we were celebrating 35, was it? No, 30 years when we pledged 30 years ago. So that's oh. you and I getting ready to put on our pearls, our 20 pearls. I don't think I've yeah. seen this photo. Wow. You didn't see it. Perfect. And then that's that's us, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. We're sitting on the corner. Yeah. So that we got a lot of great, a lot of great memories there. A lot of great memories. I'm just so thankful to have shared so many wonderful memories with you. I'm trying to make sure I, that I um share them all. Yeah. Oh, look at there. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, yes. And Rhonda, were you uh, first generation to pledge and your family to pledge a sorority? I know I was. Yes. Yes. First generation Mm -hmm. college student and first Mm -hmm. generation to pledge.
1: Yes. Yeah. We shared that. Yeah. Both of us. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm just so proud and so honored that you took time out, you know, to talk with us. I know you're a busy lady. So, you know, during the holidays, I guess you had a little bit of time to stop by and chat with us, huh?
1: <laughs> yes, but never, ever, ever will I be too busy for you, Millie. Never,
0: Oh, thank you. I hope I don't get teary eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go back to the whole pledging thing. Was What was pledging like for you? Was What was that experience? Share with some of the, the newcomers that may be thinking about pledging and let them know how pledging impacted your life. Oh, yeah, it was really uh, a unique experience
1: before me because I really had no prerequisite. No one that in my family who had experienced it before and and you mm-hmm. hear all the things about it. But it was such a unique bonding during our pledge period when we had uh, study time. It's uh, actually my grades. I believe that I it really just. Uh, significantly solidified me as a student because you had to spend so much time studying together. We did a lot Mm -hmm. of uh, activities together in the sisterhood and the bonding uh, as sorrows on our line was significant, but it was even bigger than that. But what we call our big sisters, you know, you still remember them today and Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. fraternity brothers who pledged with us. Mm -hmm. So it was such a positive experience. And today I I even, I would promote uh, anyone who's thinking about joining a grad chapter or uh, pledging uh, in undergrad, that it's something that is, uh, it sets you apart in a unique way that your sorority sisters are there for you. When you, you never know what walk in life that you might need to rely on a sister. And that sisterhood is really strong. So it was really, really positive, very positive experience for me.
0: Yes, look at you. At <laughs> <Add> Attention. <laughs> we were we were in the rose garden. We were singing, and you were standing by uh, between Lynn and uh, Calandra. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, that was a serious thing there. Well, uh, I took uh, the sorority and the pledging process uh, as a really serious process. I really could, at that time, see the value of the unique bonding as a sorority sister.
0: Yes, yes. And what it really stood for back then, I mean, it's great how it has grown, but back then it was more about the merit and the culture, you know, yes, putting in the work, doing a lot of work for the community and, and helping to change society, you know. Yeah, giving back, and giving I still back. that
1: still stands with is stuck with me even today. I'm very mm-hmm. active and engaged in giving back, and look and, and 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 you know paying it forward and just trying to realize that it's not about you as a single individual. It is about your contributions to society and making a difference uh, in society and. Knowing that uh individuals, especially like to say first gens, uh, first generation college mm-hmm. students, mm-hmm. individuals from towns where they may not even had a lot of exposures that some of the largest cities have been able to reach back and 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 pay that way, it means so much, and I still try to do that today.
0: Me too, Rhonda, and you do. You do a great job with it, and you 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 know, well you are awesome. I, 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 you do such a great job. I admire to even
1: live up to that standard.
0: No, come on. <laughs> no. Yeah. We'll go back and forth with this all night because you super, you know, you super exceed, surpass me by leaps and bounds. But yeah. so I look up to you, big sis. <laughs> no, we're, we're looking at each other. Y'all, oh, you're so sweet. You, okay, while you were attending UAPB, and this is so important for some of the viewers not only were you you know just going to class but you were taking advantage of all the opportunities that a lot of the you know professors and advisors were presenting and i think that's one of the advantages of going or attending an hbcu university so you really honed in and took advantage of, of a lot of the opportunities like the um internships you want to elaborate a little bit yes yes uh are the cooperative
1: education programs, which uh, it's nothing like a HBCU. I'm always going to be putting them at the high, the high of all the education uh, academic settings out there. And I went on a cooperative education experience that allowed me to go places that I never would have had an opportunity to do, to get exposure, I never would have had. I remember my first one that I did was in Colorado. And I, the or the headquarters of the private sector company was uh, in Kansas City and I flew to Kansas City. And as soon as I got there, I went through some training for a couple of days. I, and they gave me a expense count and a car and told me to go out and develop a market in Kansas. So, I mean, in Colorado. So, I had to drive from Kansas to Colorado. I didn't know anybody there. I had to get there, find a place to stay. And I had to start Driving around, knocking doors and doing things that I had no clue, no prerequisite, no one to look at to say, you know, how to do that. So I had to figure it out on my own. Mm -hmm. And I think that really has made a difference in my entire career because I'm accustomed to working from nothing and trying to turn it into something
0: trailblazer yes <laughs> thank, you. thank you yes and we're so proud of you congratulations to you and all your success for you guys just tuning in we're talking with federal employee she's head division of the office of equity and of course um what's the other one there Civil oh, right. rights Civil rights um, in the dc area miss rhonda davis and rhonda is here sharing you know just bits and pieces of knowledge, lots of nuggets about how education is so important and how it led her to the success where she is today. Okay, so you went on from there. And then in 99, you completed your studies at uh, North Carolina, AT&T State University? North Carolina, yes, AT State University.
1: And I did a master's in agriculture economics there. And I spent some time uh uh, helping teach some of the students uh, statistics, econometrics, and some of the courses in economics yes. while I was working on my master's degree. And then mm-hmm. I decided to start working at the U.S. Department of Agriculture while uh, after I finished all my coursework and I did st- all I had left to write my thesis. And so the problem, most challenge for me was writing that thesis, I would have dreams that if I finish this thesis, I'm going to down the spot. <laughs> <And that's>, <laughs> <laughs> so it took me like an extra year just trying to <laughs> that it you know, could me that long. But I think psychologically, I had really messed with my head. But uh, fortunately, I really just dug in and made sure that I did it. And some of the information in my thesis, my faculty member published. And so uh, it's kind of a big deal to get published, uh, especially as at that time as a master's student. Most of the time, that's uh, the Ph.D. students with their uh, dissertations. Uh, but that that whole experience was another experience that was molding me to let me know uh, that when times get rough or when you feel like you you just can't get over a roadblock, uh, mm-hmm. to as well prayer and God has been there at the forefront of all of it. So. I don't care what rut, um, I'm going to always say that was at the forefront, but how to just dig in and um, and and hone in on maybe what is the real major roadblock that's holding you back and try to see, can you chip it and chip at it till you finish? And you will finish. It may seem like it's eternity, but if you keep doing it, you will finish.
0: You are so right, Rhonda. My mom and used to have a joke about this little frog that fell into like a... Uh, it was like a, a bucket of lard or whatever, but he was swimming around and he thought he was going to drown. And he just kept kicking and kicking and he's never stopped kicking. And unbeknownst to him, he kicked so hard until he formed a little solid piece of butter. And so he was able to hop onto that butter and then hop out of that, that pail and went on with his life. <laughs> I love that story because sometimes you really don't know how long it's going to take, and you're hoping you're doing the right thing, but mm. but you're still kicking. And still look. kicking. Look. Yep. And yeah. And then yeah, and you get the results that you have. So yeah, I was, that, I was that frog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. You were the frog. You kept kicking. You weren't sure what it was going to do, but you was like, I know I got to keep moving. Exactly. Keep exactly. it moving. Yes. And so you went on to. To win and be, you know, so many uh, accolades and and be recognized. I'm not sure if we can mention the name, but I know you were recently recognized in in 2018 in one of the uh, federal magazines in your current role. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I currently work
1: for the National Science Foundation. It's a small independent agency out of the White House, and the agency is responsible for giving out grant funds to universities to do uh, science research. And Mm -hmm. so we give out, you know, somewhere between eight and $9 billion a year. And so my role, if there is the lead, the part of the organization responsible for making sure we're doing that in a fair way, making sure that any barriers that are are created like sexual harassment or uh, discrimination that uh, there is quickly addressed, so that our funds are given out to universities where people like you and me that want to go to school and get a science degree can do that without having to address, I'm having to be you know blocked by discrimination or harassment or mm-hmm. sexual assault and some of the things that can happen in those settings. So, uh, so that's my role, and uh, so during that time frame in 2018. Uh, I was in the height of the Me Too movement. And so there was a lot of publicity that we were receiving from the Congress, from the media, all forms of media, print and uh, television, radio. And uh, individuals just calling saying, you're funding, you're putting all this money out here, but you're not doing anything about the issue. So I led a team to come up with a term and condition. that state, if you take funds from us university A, B, or whatever university it is, and someone who's working on the grant that we fund, if they're involved with harassment, sexual harassment, we want to know about it and what you're doing to correct it. Uh, And so that had never been done in the federal government before. So after after that, uh, others, and now Congress has just passed a bill that all federal agencies that gives funding grants out, funding for grants must have a term condition just like that. And so, other countries requested me to come. They want to hear more about it Chile, Amsterdam. I just recently got back from five countries uh, yes. a few weeks ago. And so, that is something that um, was uh, uh, probably when you think about being a first gen, the first generation. Uh, to go to college the first to do something you may not be thinking about it right now but you're thinking i don't want to keep doing what i'm doing so i'm gonna step out and do it but you never know what skill sets you learn that later on when you go into your career that you can be the first doing some major that's yes. all over the world no one else has done it
0: you've never done before yes and yeah. so that's why i say you're a true uh trailblazer you know for so many of us and such an inspiration <laughs> Thank you. Yes, ma'am. And then we go on to see that. okay, we showed the pictures and everything that we have. And then you were recently awarded the Presidential Rank Meritorious Award. Yes. Yes. Um, I received
1: this in September. It's a presidential rank award for meritorious executives and the one that i received is the meritorious one and only five percent of the executives in a every year can get this award which is pretty prestigious uh, it, it comes with uh, a nice uh, uh, bonus and uh, some real recognition and you must have done something that really stands out because the people who rec- i mean who review and and make and nominate you for to the president mm-hmm. are all of the United States and world. They don't know you. They don't know nothing about you. They just looking at what you do it compared to what someone else did in the federal sector. So so it uh I must say uh something that I was very pleased. I was nominated for it two times before this is a very challenging word to get and I felt really great to be nominated. That was a big deal for yes. me. And to get it, I couldn't even, that part was hard to fathom. So, <laughs> so I'm really grateful, just really, really blessed.
0: Yes. And I, I'm so glad to see that you're still so humble. You know, uh, you, you don't let your success go to your head. You still, uh, you know, still looking for ways to to bless others. So that is so wonderful. Thank and you. This.
1: Thank you. Yes. I I think I, I probably need to figure out how do you slow down and take that time and just rest <laughs> and rethink. And I'm always trying to commit to trying to help others. But but I I move on to something else. What's the next big challenge that I can take on to make a difference? And I like challenges that make a difference in people's lives. And so yes. if we can knock a dent in something that's sending people back, harming them, uh, that means the world to me. So once I've stepped out there and I've done something, then I'm looking for something bigger in that era to do. So so I got the word when I found out that I received it. I didn't stop for celebration. Oh, okay, good deal. Went on. Did some more- on to
0: the next. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> I know, I know how you are. You're very driven and very determined. I don't know if it's okay, but we have like a video clip. Can we play a little bit of when you uh I believe in um you were on that board in, in 2018 for the NSL? Oh, oh yeah, so I actually had to testify before Congress and that mm-hmm. was about
1: we were getting so much pressure to do something that was before i came up with something and mm-hmm. that testimony probably was the most frightening thing i ever done in my
0: life but yes you can <laughs> okay it's a it's quite a bit so i don't know how you'll right. we'll be able to show up but we'll maybe yeah, a minute no, or two I, I i think if you want to show 30 seconds that's fine but you, seconds, you do not have to
1: show it at all either
0: <laughs> okay all right well
1: We'll play a little bit, see what we can hear. Um, Chair is authorized to declare recesses of the committee at any time. Good morning and welcome to today's hearing entitled a review of sexual harassment and misconduct in science. I now recognize myself for 5 minutes for an opening statement. Imagine being a young astronomer and your dream of working with one of the most well-renowned astronomers in the world comes through. Then imagine...
0: Is that, that was cool, just enough there? That was,
1: her speaking, she was heading up the hearing, and then later on, we we answer Mm -hmm. uh, some things that they asked uh, uh, us, but yeah.
0: I was trying to see, maybe I could... um, I could kind of speed it up a little bit, um, so we could get to you. I know that was was she the judge? That uh, lady was she the like chair, the, judge? the chairwoman of the hearing? The,
1: objection, the chair is authorized to declare recesses mm-hmm. of the committee at any time. Okay, hold on. Effect the, the all. It is vitally important that we do not punish innocent award participants. If an awardee adjudicates a sexual harassment case in a way that results in the investigator being unable to fulfill the terms and condition of his or her award, NSF will act to minimize the impact on others supported by the project, including students and postdocs. NSF is committed to doing everything within our power to help eliminate sexual harassment in science and engineering, NSF accounts for approximately 27% of the total federal budget for basic research conducted at US colleges and universities. And has been vital to many discoveries that impact our lives and drive the economy. However, we cannot and will not succeed in our mission if we do not eliminate unsafe research environments that upset the whole balance of the science ecosystem, harm our scientists, And impede the very progress of science itself. With the support of this committee, the research community and outside experts in itself will continue to work to eradicate sexual harassment and to eliminate barriers to gender equity in science and engineering. Yeah. (laughs) I keep looking back at it, my heart's going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful. I mean how long did it take you to prepare for that? I mean, I know that was like, oh,
1: was it? Well, I, I think so. So it's it probably uh, about a week, a week and a half. You are putting your written, you have to turn in a written statement before you testify. And then you have your oral statements. And so you put together and then uh, they have what they call a murder board. So you go before all the leaders uh, and, and you that what you heard me saying, I would have said that to them. And then they would have peppered me with uh, asking me different things that they think the members would ask so that you feel a little more comfortable when you get there. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you have no clue exactly what they may ask. So you still gotta be ready at the drop of dime to answer anything. But, but I'd say uh, about a week and a half or so, mm-hmm. uh, two weeks or so, I had to mm-hmm. uh, get ready.
0: Yes and you did a great job you could tell you were very well prepared you had done your research and you know you had everything so well put together so i think i was talking because i lived it was a lived
1: experience for me i really was working to figure out what could we do to change and make a difference so when it's something that you know it's easy mm-hmm. to talk about it whether you have the prep or not but still it's not very easy speaking in front of congress <laughs> that mm-hmm.
0: is pretty nerve-wracking thing (laughs) i know it is i know but you didn't miss a beat you Mm -hmm. didn't miss a beat (laughs) thank you you. you're very welcome rhonda you're still so beautiful and you're so you know well-versed in everything so but you're single so uh some of the guys are viewing anyone This is beautiful. Let me stop because you may already have someone that you're serious about. Well, let me just say, um,
1: Millie, I think you are so beautiful and everything that you are saying. You should look in the mirror and just repeat it to yourself because it's you, honey. It's you. No. Uh, yeah, I've been in a relationship for almost 10 years now. Very happy relationship, a very, uh, a very supportive uh, relationship, and that's really when you have a very busy job like I do, it's just really good to know that you have someone that's supportive of you or if you had a stress of day that they're not trying to add no more stress to your
0: life. So yeah, so I'm I'm really pleased and happy. Yes, yes. And, and you know what? When you're having fun, time really runs out. Before we go though, just for the holidays, we have a $25 gift card that we're giving away. Let me just show it right quick here. Ow. I got a little gift card. So if somebody want to call me, let me hold it this way. You want to call in on the line um, 469-284-9922. That's our little office line. So just give us a call. And I'm going to take the third person to get through that line at uh, 469-284-9922. You will get a little card, a little little something here. Merry Christmas from Millhouse Entertainment and all of us. Guys, you missed a great show. It was sponsored by, um, of course, my daughter, Aesthetics by Ramil's, brought to you by her. And um, she's still doing her thing. So check her out on Instagram. We love you guys so much. Merry, Merry Christmas. Rhonda, we can't thank you enough for stopping by to educate us on on everything and share all your, your beautiful success with us. We love you. And maybe you'll come back again. I love you. You know, I'll come back as many times as I need to for you. Happy love
1: holidays me. to everyone. Happy holidays to you. You Thank call you. me, I come through.
0: All right. That's my LS. I love my AKA. You. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>